Welcome to Starfinder. We are a short-form podcast on the Into the Dungeon Network. The best way to support us and what we are doing is through word of mouth. So if you enjoy the show today, please take a moment to like, subscribe, and of course tell your friends. Now, sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Hello and everybody, welcome to Starfinder Into the Dungeon. We'll start off with just a couple of announcements. On Friday the 13th, we'll be doing a one-shot called The Gods Are Dead that is run by uh, our wonderful Megan, I believe. Am I correct on that she is the one yeah, GMing it? Megan will be running yeah, that cool. whole series. And on the 15th, that Sunday, Justin will be running Azkazir again, so... And then I believe the week after that, we'll be back to Starfinder. So without further ado, do we have any other announcements? Yeah, so we have tomorrow, actually. Uh, I will be participating as Garland Wallfield, a one-shot, in, in a one-shot over on Adventures and Initiatives Twitch stream. Uh, we will be doing a giveaway over there. So we're, we're going to be doing a, we got like a, a t-shirt to give away at the end of that stream. And then the conclusion of that stream is also next Wednesday or next Sunday, the next Sunday, the 15th before Azkazir. So it was, so, so I've got a busy day that day. I'm playing and then transitioning into uh, streaming. Also the, the stream next Sunday will be at 3.30 instead of the usual 12. So we're starting a little bit later. Uh, to accommodate that. <clears throat> All right. Anybody else got any announcements? All right. Who wants to give out their uh, their log of the last session for 50 experience points? Ship's log. Captain speaking. We've arrived at the planet 002 uh, in the same star system as the planet Abalon. It's uh, February 13th, 2291. We were drawn out here looking for the uh, mysterious Dr. Rocco by Eli, our problematic friend. And uh, we flew into the planet after doing our due diligence, scanning everything, making sure we weren't flying straight into a trap. And then once we got deep beneath the planet's crust in this mine, this this miles-long tunnel, we came across uh, the entrance of a facility. We uh, kind of floated around, scanned it out, saw that there were three doors that we could go through. One was locked that we couldn't get through. So we opened the door in front of us. It was very helpful. We scanned it. It responded, hey, do you want me to open? And uh, immediately we sprung a trap. <laughs> Fell victim. So we were attacked by strange drones and we retreated through the other door after exchanging fire with them. And I'm hoping that when the door slammed shut, it broke some of them because they were very close to us. Um, but once we were inside, we saw that there was a landing bay and a large interior room that is actually uh, climate controlled, which is nice considering the hellish 130 degrees temperature we're dealing with. So I sent Passenger and Cryptus to be very cautious and stealthy to explore down the uh, the airlock and into that room to see what's going on in this facility. 
And uh, I'm keeping an eye out to make sure those drones don't come. Wait, I'm hearing gunfire. I think my crew is getting shot. I've got to go. I was hoping you'd do that. T take 75 for that one for role-playing it right into the round. Alright, so we're back in this room. Is everybody able to see? Hopefully this is the last session we use. Roll 20. I'm hoping to move over to Foundry VTT because it's just that good, but I'm not quite set up over there yet. So, I believe we ended at the... At the end of the last round with Cryptus's turn. So we will start off with a rough estimation of what the turn order was, because I lost my sheet, with Jin, with Demi and Passenger at the same time on deck. Alright, so Jin came sprinting down the hall. He leapt over the fallen body of Cryptus, and for a second he thought that Cryptus's guts were just like sprayed out across the wall and the floor beneath him, but then he was fine. It's okay. He took a big hit, but he's still with us. And so Jin uh, gets to the other side of the open door and is like leaning up against the door and like kind of, you know, peeking around the corner, seeing that passenger's in there, uh, hugged up against a, a pillar, and there appear to be at least one combat drone that Jin can see. I don't know if he can see the other one, but it's this, this robot. And, uh, He's going to pull out his PCU, since I have the range upgrade on my computer. It's it's my computer, excuse me, not my PCU, an actual computer. I have the range upgrade on it, I have the hacking toolkit. So Jin is going to look at that combat drone with the uh, uh, assault rifle or whatever it is in the middle of the room, and he's going to attempt to hack it to update its targeting parameters so that it shoots the other drone instead of us. Good luck. Go ahead and do it. What's the level of the computer you're using? I believe it's a level two. Okay. Go right ahead. Make I'm your okay. computers roll. 17. Um, unfortunately, that is not high enough to take control of it, but you did stun it for a round. You see it kind of freeze in place, and its little red light for an eye that looks like an eye kind of flickers on and off. Well done. I kind of, I kind of like hiss out. Uh, I'm not yelling. I'm not whispering, but I kind of. I only want passenger and my crew to hear this. I'm like, I think I can get inside and pack that one up front. I'm gonna come in. And I will slip into the room. Do you have control or do I need to move it? I have control. I'm uh, laying out the path. I lean up against the uh, column next to the passenger. And that'll be my turn. Demi, passenger, you guys are up. With Cryptus on deck, be ready. And Demi, you had just healed Cryptus, right? Or giving him the help. Oh, he, he had almost dipped it. Actually, no, you did. You did. Yeah. I healed. I healed myself, so he still has his syringe. That's right. You used the uh, syringe. So, since uh, Passenger seems to be kind of zoned out at the moment, um, Demi, what are you going to do? 
let's see. I will move over here. You will only have partial cover at that location, which is a plus two to your armor class. Not the full cover that uh, Captain Jin and Passenger are, are enjoying. Counterpoint, he's very small. Partial cover. That's a desk, not a steel wall. <laughs> and uh, I'll shoot at the closest uh, guard bot. Closest guard bot. Go ahead and roll, sir. What kind of weapon are you using? I am using the um, hand coil pistol. I think that's a kinetic weapon. Alright. Um, I don't see where it says, it just says charges. So it's an energy weapon. I'm looking it up. No, I got it. Go ahead and roll. the end 11 with all your bonuses and everything only 11 I rolled a 7 and then it's plus 4 got it so it hits that uh, crate in the center you see the crate kind of pop open and you see this like cool mist sort of seep out of it alright so we'll just oh passenger is back passenger it is your turn <clears throat> and Demi, you still have... You're still on your turn together at the same time if you had any other actions you needed to take. That's all I could have taken. So on my turn, on 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30... That's not going to give me a whole lot. Um, 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30... Yeah, there's no way around that. I'm going to move gonna move over here just like that and it's probably going to be partial cover based on that line of sight um, if, if even that, that might be that might just be wide open to be perfectly honest but when I get over there I'll, I'll, I will ready my firearm and fire away Rosso. That's a dirty 20. Dirty 20 will, um, might hit. It might hit. Are you using an energy or a kinetic weapon? Kinetic. That was kinetic. Kinetic will hit. You see it kind of ricochet off the, off the crate and into its, like, neck area. Roll for damage. Oh, gross. I rolled a one, so that's two damage total. <clears throat> Doesn't quite take it down. And that's, uh, I don't have any more movement, and that's it for me. I'm just gonna sit there. 
out in the open. Alright, let's go ahead and roll. What is my bonus? hit, Mr. Passenger. A 12? Uh, kinetic or energy? Doesn't matter. Yes. Either way. It does? Yes. Even Wait, with a plus two of... to your... Even with a plus two to from the partial cover? Oh. Uh, that would be exactly 12. He's in an EVA suit, isn't he? So, he has no AC extra, really. Alright, so that I does mean, I'm in my hit. I'm in my uh, second skin. Yeah, he, he was in the second skin, I thought, because you guys, weren't you able to uh, connect or just jump from one door to the next? It wasn't like you were outside for any real amount of time. We didn't change armors. Yeah, I don't think he ever changed armor. So what what is what is your armor class plus two? Um, on my sheet, it just says my armor class is 10, and if it's plus two, then I'd be 12. Now, I don't know. I'm, I'm looking at my sheet here. It says my second skin should give me one EAC and two uh, KAC, so I don't know if that's calculated in. Then you're... The lowest armor class you can have is a 10, is my understanding. So you should already be at a 12 for your KAC, plus two should be 14. I was going to say, a 12 shouldn't hit you if you're behind cover and wearing second skin. Okay. The, uh, I'll double-check my sheet. But, yeah, okay, so I guess it's 14 right. AC then. Okay, so, so you see, like, the the steel plate above, like, the steel pillar above you take a massive, like, dent, and it hits, the round hits and, like, wrenches the metal almost like it turned into a liquid and then quickly cooled. Um, so it's, like, all twisted and bent after you hear this loud thud. I fixed it on my character. Then, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, just barely. That's it. That's all it can move. It only has 40 feet. Okay. Um, it then goes to move up. And now the robot with the gun is no longer stunned, but he lost his turn. Cryptus. Jin, you're on deck. Cryptus is standing up. He, his hand feels where his chitin is distinctly dented from two very heavy shots. And he walks the radios the captain. Personal concept. I'm going back to the ship to get my armor. I'll be back. You weren't yeah. wearing your armor? No, we, we came over in just EVA suits, and we never yeah. said anything. <laughs> I'm, I'm in my suit. Uh, I think Kyle's in his suit. My understanding is that you guys parked, like, right on the door, and then just, like, we, hopped over. We couldn't get that close, and mm. the hallway wasn't pressurized and climate-controlled. I think only this room is climate-controlled. That's what I remember. I feel like I had a spacesuit on too because I remember I buzz lightyeared the helmet down, but I thought second skin could be worn under that. I thought that was the whole point of second skin was that it was That was my understanding too. Yeah. Okay, cool. Well, Cryptus is going back to the ship to get real armor. <laughs> yeah, I think second skin is the only one that can be worn under a spacesuit. Right. Movement speed. There you go. 
I've moved you. You're moving back. Jin, top of the round. All right. I liked what happened previously, so I'm going to make the same attempt on this drone. And uh, I'm more specific with what I'm trying to upgrade the targeting parameter to now that I've seen the other one moving and firing. I know it's there. Um, so I'm definitely making this guy. I can't ping, but the guy in front shoot the guy in back. So let me make that check. Twenty-three. Twenty-three. All right. Um, that one definitely works. <laughs> you definitely take rudimentary control of it. It'll be a very difficult shot in order to make it happen, though. It'll happen on its turn. Okay. And I'll let you do the roll on its turn. But you have control of it for now. And let me make my move. I'll just come sidle right up next to passenger. And uh, I'm going to yell out, hey, I think I got control of the one in front. I'm going to have him shoot the other one. And I like to imagine there's like sparks coming out of its motivators and whatnot. It's trying to resist or whatever. Demi, passenger, it's your turn. I can let uh, Demi go first again. Just to keep it the same. That's. Yeah, uh, you go ahead and go. All right. I'll, um, with, a, with looking around the environment, DM, if I, if I kind of peek straight ahead of me here, those, um, one, two, three, four, five, six, whatever they are vertically north of me, are those, would those be partial cover if I got down behind one? Yep. Those are big shipping crates. Well, well, shipping crates, rather. Two. 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, but I couldn't make it there in this movement, so I'll just move over to this side. Um, and I want to take another shot at this fella. He's 50 feet out. to see what the range is on my handgun. It should be it's 30, 30 feet plus 5 plus, feet per level, so an extra yeah. 15 feet, so that'd be 45. So what happens if I'm out, if I'm not in the right range? Take a negative two. A negative two? Okay, in that case, I still have some movement. Um, I have enough movement to move forward 5 feet and then move back to where I am, so I'm not going to move, yep. but that's the flavors. I'm going to step forward a bit, take aim, and then fire. Um, so that's what I'm going to do. Roll, roll to hit. Oh, that's not good. Oh, wait. Why did I roll at disadvantage? One second. What's the... Where are you rolling? Um, in Foundry. Um, the first roll was a, a nine. So nine plus three is a 12 to hit. Kinetic. Minus two because of the range. No, I'm not. I'm not. No, he, he, he moved forward. He exposed himself to fire and then came back. Um, no, you actually miss, but it hits the crate again. And this time you blow the lid off and that mist. Now you start seeing a nice um, cold, like like almost like the outside of the box is beginning to ice over and the floor around it. 
Don't like that. That's it for for my turn. Once I move back into cover. All right, uh, Demi. issue or figuring out your stuff issue? A little bit of both. I'll, I'll just do an attack. I was I thought I had a thing that I could do, but I, I'm just going to attack. Do it. That's not going to hit it. Seven. You rolled oh. a seven? I'm going to move into full cover. You, you, hit, you did a seven, though? No, I at seven was the attack roll. Total? Yes. Okay. So you fire again. He's just really like hunkered behind this uh, this crate. It hits it, and finally like just spews out this like snap and snap freezes in an area around it, actually covering the um, robot's area. Um, let's see if he does reflex save. Wait, no, he can't because he's under control, and he will take a. He will take nine cryo damage and freeze and snap and fall over. He just defeated. Jin yells out, nice. Good shot. <laughs> Sorry, I know you wanted to do what you wanted. You wanted to shoot him with your own guy. I'm also going to move into cover here. Alright, now rifle robot's turn. Did In, oh, sorry. There you go. Was that your turn? Yeah. Alright. So one, two, three. It's gonna get into partial cover there. With let me see. I think that's pretty much a flanking position. Does anyone disagree with that? That is no. Yeah. Meaning that you don't, you're not covered. You don't have a cover bonus because he's on the side where the cover is. Oh yeah, I assume that would happen if he moved forward. So yeah. Yeah. All right. So what's the bonus again? Where is my notes? There. Okay. Does twenty six hit? Uh, yeah, that's gonna be a, yeah, yeah, that's a hit. I'm gonna be rebuilding two androids in that replicator room. <laughs> no! You take eight damage as you hear a loud thud. Right, that hits my stamina first, right? Hits your stamina first. Okay. You'll hear, uh, the, as the, the bullet connects, you hear, oh! And you see him, like, crouch over as he's holding, like, his shoulder. All right, that'll 
end his turn. Cryptus. Still running. Running back to the ship, muttering about stupid robots. <laughs> well, it will take you ten minutes to don your armor. I think that's D&D rules, but I think it's pretty close to Starfinder rules. Alright, Jin, you're up. Demi and passenger on deck. Alright, now that I'm kind of getting the hang of what these robots control systems looks like, I'm going to try and hack that one. Um, and have it drop its weapon and walk forward. Like, that's what I'm trying to make it do. Very simple commands. Okay. Fifteen. Fifteen does not meet or beat. It's AC. Seventeen got pretty close, but not a fifteen. I'm sorry. What else would you like to do? I move to the other side of the uh, uh, thing, seeing and hearing the hit that passengers got, and I'm yelling out, "Passenger, get behind cover!" Ah, that's gonna be it for me. Gimme, passenger. Plus two. I'm going to cast Magic Missile. First level spell. Alright. Remind us all what it does. Unerringly, right? As you just roll the default. Yep, un- unerring. Uh, you fire t- missiles of magic energy that strike targets unerringly. Uh, they deal 1d4 force damage each. Uh, you can target specific parts of a creature. You can't target specific parts of a creature or objects, and objects are not damaged by the spell. Uh, they do 1d4 per bolt. So it's going to be 5 damage per bolt, so 10 damage. 10 Ooh, boy. and like arc over and down on top of like the back of its uh, neck area and you see like chunks of metal go flying and then I will use some of my movement to get oh I didn't mean to go underneath Jen uh, there we go I fixed it so I'm, I'm back into cover back into cover alright Demi Demi's going to run over here to these computers. 35 feet. And uh, see about um, pulling up any information or any sort of like fail safe or anything that he can if, see if there's a control on there for the drones here. Alright. What was your movement speed? 40. Okay. Uh, make a computer check. Jesus Christ. Three. 
three total? Yeah. Um, you see a joystick. That's about all you're gonna get. Yep. <laughs> I'm stuck. All right, passenger, your, t- your turn was up. Uh, Demi, is that your turn as well? Um, I mean, I presume that's my action and everything, so yeah. All right. So, with everyone in cover... One, two, three, four, five, six. He will also... Like, I guess he's going to use a full action. Seven, eight, nine. He will remain there. That is his turn. Cryptus, you have a so, couple more rounds to go. You got your socks off. And- there, there's actually rules for donning armor in this game. Go figure, Paizo. So it takes... For heavy armor, it takes 16 rounds to don, which is like 48 seconds, or you can do hastily put it on, which you do it in half the normal time, but it so a minimum of one action, but then you take a bunch of penalties. So I'll yeah. go ahead and the fast one. So that means yeah, eight, so rounds. eight rounds. I don't think it'll matter. I think we'll have this ended by the but here's to hoping. Yeah. We'll see if you can. Who knows? <laughs> Alright. Captain Jin. I hear you over there, robot. Drop that weapon. I'm gonna make some attempt. Fourteen. I don't think that makes it. Um. Okay. Uh. I'm also gonna turn and look at passenger. And be like, come on, let's get to the other cover before it comes around this pillar. Right. And that'll be my turn. Demi, passenger. Uh, passenger is going to. feel very brave for a second um, and move 10 feet closer to the combatant he's going to use a spell slot to empower his weapon he's going to empower his his battle staff Um, and then I'm going to I'm looking at the standard actions and I guess I can use it as a standard action. I want to do a combat maneuver. You can attempt one of the following combat maneuvers for each maneuver. Um, for each maneuver, choose an opponent within your reach and make a melee attack roll against it uh, with a the opponent's KAC plus eight. Oh, that's a big bonus. KAC plus eight. Yep. Oh. Yeah. The reason, you know, the reason behind it is because there's ways, a lot of different ways to lower that bonus, and I think that's actually built into a, one of our characters here, to where that really doesn't matter. That's why it has such a big bonus. Well, I've already declared it, and I'm all for learning by mistakes. So let's, uh, let's just see what happens here. I've I'm, I've empowered my, so it's going to have a, an additional plus one to hit. And then an additional 1d6. Uh, I'm going to have an additional plus 1 to hit. We lost you. I'm going to have an yeah. additional plus 1 to hit. Sorry, I was trying to alt-tap. Which took my hand off of my push to talk. Oh, it's a 19 to hit. KAC. 
Oh, but it's plus yeah, eight. There's no way that's gonna work. Case are you plus still eight. using the dice? Are you still using the thing that require that gives it a plus eight? Yeah. Or are you just doing a basic attack? No, I wanted to try and trip it. I wanted to use one of these maneuvers, so I already declared it, so I'm doing it. You're using a battle staff, you said. Yeah. You're using a battle staff, you said. Yeah. Am I not? Okay. I was holding push to talk. No, you're not coming through. And I have a clip joint audio covering your mouth, so I can't see you speak. Gotcha. Um, so what happens is you go to you go to swing your battle staff against its legs, and it takes its left arm, and out of it comes a long blade, a long serrated blade, and it goes to, and it blocks it straight out of its arm. Good to know. Good times. Um, okay. Well, I'm here now. Uh, let's see. Uh, so I used 10 movement to get there. I've got a total of 30. So if I go 5, 10, 15, 20, that would put me there. It could definitely catch up to me if it has 30 movement feet. So if I move now, I'm going to risk an attack of opportunity plus its follow-up. Um, I guess I'm going to just... But if you stay there... He can't shoot us. Alright. Well, I was going to say, I think the logic here is that my best choice is to stay here and hope someone kills it before I die. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I'm going uh, to stay put. I'm trying to see if there's like a swift action or a, something that gives me some, some bonus cover, but I don't think that's a thing. Um, so yeah, that's it. Alright. Demi. Jimmy will use the full action charge. <laughs> what does it do? Charging is a full action that allows you to move up to double your speed and make a melee attack at the end of your movement. You can draw a weapon during a charge attack if your base attack bonus is at least plus one. You will be drawing the, uh... Where is it? The, his spark knife. He's doing an attack with it? Mm-hmm. Nice. So, you, so uh, Captain Jin, what you see is you see Dimmy just kind of pitter-patter across the floor out of your line of sight. Uh, attacking on a charge. After moving, you can make a single melee attack. You take a negative two penalty to the attack and a negative two penalty to your AC until the start of your next turn. You can't move any farther after the attack. Roll to hit. Jesus Christ. Uh, that's a nine. Nine total will not hit, unfortunately. You stab the floor. <laughs> but when you... S- see that spark, it kind of arcs over to the uh, foot of the robot, and the robot kind of twitches a bit. Alright, is that passenger in Demi's turn? That's it. Alright. So it will now uh, melee attack against passenger. Yeah, that seems right. I think a 12 does hit you this time because there's not covered involved. Alright. So. 
still is already extended so he just lifts up and tries to get you cut from uh from basically thigh to neck and just for 14 damage okay you uh you see passenger he's he's kind of got his staff where he was trying to wedge it and trip this person over and then that that blade strikes him and you just see uh, you just see his uh his eyes that are normally got like a faint glow to it goes completely muted and he falls over the eye turns to Demi. The big red eye of it. Alright. Uh, Cripple? Uh, one second. Uh, whenever you take hit point damage, you can spend one resolve point as a reaction to gain fast healing equal to one quarter your character's level with a minimum of one. Uh, how would that work if it takes me to zero? Would that put me back to one health if I did that, or would I just would I would do you take negatives in this? Because if you take negatives, then this does nothing for me. Because fourteen takes me way beyond uh, what I had left in hit points. Cryptus, uh, didn't you do something like that last game, last session? Wait, say that again. I missed that. Um, I was. I've, I've got. A, I've got a. I've got a reaction called repairing nanites. Whenever you take hit point damage, you can spend one resolve point, and and I would gain fast healing equal to one hit point uh, for one minute. I don't yeah. know. Yes, that's that is. Would 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 that keep me from going to zero? Uh, My question is: Is fourteen damage takes me to negative three? So if it take if if there's negative three in this, then using that reaction is useless because it's just going to take me to negative two, and I'm still down. So what happens, I believe, is that the action happens to you, so you go to negative three, and then if you can use a reaction, you can. But since you're going down, you, you're going to have to go through the stabilize yourself for one round, and then use that for one round to put yourself back. To well, the trigger on this is whenever I take hit point damage, so I wouldn't be able to use it past right now. But it, it, it's... Patrick's pointing at yes. us. Yes, so fast healing does actually specify that it functions until the creature dies. So if you do it now, even though you're going to fall to the ground, in three rounds, you'll be back up. Oh, so it stays You'll, you'll be going. regenerating those hit points. Yeah. All right, then I will The only question out. is, do you stay at negative and have to heal those, or do you just, you're down at zero, and then, so. All as I know, Starfinder has no notion of negative hit points, and so, um... So I'm going to use it. You'll be back up. With, yeah, you go to zero and you'll be back up next round with one hit point. Cool, cool, cool. So yeah, I, I use that. So as I hit the ground, you see these. You, you see this shimmer kind of move across my like the exposed parts of my flesh. They're 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 nanites, so you can't really see them. But there's like a a, a glistening as something is happening. All right. Cryptus. Round two. I don't remember this armor being so bulky! And back to combat. Jin! I'm running around the the, uh, column and uh, will aim my hacking computer at the robot and be like, drop the weapon! (laughs) Power down! Let's see what I can do. Just just hit a 17 at least. That is the second 14 I've rolled in a row. Oh no. Which 
is really a three on the d20. So I've rolled a four, a three, and a three trying to hack this guy. Patrick, you strike again. Um, do you have anything else you'd like to do with your swift action, maybe? Nope. All right, Demi, passenger, passenger, you, your vision returns. You're on the floor with one hit point currently. You feel a lot of pain, but you also feel the uh, repairing nanites putting your thigh back together currently. Demi will use disarm to attempt to literally disarm the bladed arm. Don't you have bonuses to that? Because I think it's, you still yes. get the eight, but you have a bunch of stuff to it. Um, I get a plus four bonus from improved combat maneuver. And because of the operative um, um, tag on my knife, I also get a plus two. So it's a total of... Basically, uh, basically he, you get a plus six. And he gets a plus eight. I believe so, yes. On top of all your other bonuses, so... Well, I think I just have the plus attack six. Normal, well, yeah. Attack normally, and then add the plus six. There we go. That is a 20 plus the 6. So 26. So he has an 18 armor class, which means you needed to get a 26 in order to disarm him. You hit it right on the nose, bud. So is you, you uh, Captain Jen, you see uh, Demi, he climbs up onto the back of this robot, sticks his little knife into it and pops the whole arm off. You just, you just the arm, it's now a one-armed robot and it's bladed arm is now on the ground. Um, what does the uh, spark damage on your knife do, Demi? Uh, let's see. Um, 1d6. Go ahead and roll that for some, some electric damage. Uh, three. I only say that because it's vulnerable to that, so I'm just gonna take it as just flat three damage. Oh wait, hold up. No, I'm I messed that up. Sorry, I was looking at the wrong thing. It's one d4. I need to roll a four. My bad. Watch you roll a three again. I rolled a one. Okay. Well, one damage. So it now no longer has its micro serrated arm. Passenger. Um. Did you do anything? You're prone currently. But you, you look up, the robot's missing its uh, right arm, which had the, or excuse me, left arm that had the sword. Now, this, this is, the, this is a, like a true robot. Like, it's got a power source of some variety, right? It's not an android. Oh, yeah. It's uh, not an android. It's, it's a robot. Do I see any sort of uh, energy weapons on him, or is it all kinetic? Um, I believe that is a kinetic weapon. Let me double check. Yeah, it's a kinetic weapon. Hmm. Okay. 
useful is at least. spacesuit. Do we think my spacesuit has some degree of electronics in it? Of course. Okay, that's kind of what I'm thinking as well. I want to, so I have a touch ability. I have a spell called Transfer Energy. Okay, and what I'd like to try and do is attempt to use Transfer Energy to move X number of energy from this robot into my suit, but I have to declare up front how much I'm transferring. My hope is to just deplete it of its energy and power it down. The only thing is, is that it looks like I can declare any amount to 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 transfer, but if I overcharge my spacesuit, it um, becomes it has to pass a fortitude check, and then it would deal like one d six damage if it if it if it if it like blows out the capacitors. But my thought is, I'm an android; I don't need a spacesuit, so so. <laughs> You can transfer any number of charges from one battery. Um, well, it does say specifically battery. So do we think the electronics in the spacesuit are using a battery as well? Yes. Okay. Uh, or from one power cell to another power cell. You can, you can only transfer charges using two objects of the exact same type. Two batteries of the same size, two identical power cells, or the like. How do we feel about that? In the middle of combat. How do you feel about that? Oh, you're right. I should probably just try it if I think it's going to work. And since I'm not sure, I'm going to... Um, I'm going to stop trying to be clever and just um, do a full action. I'm going to do a full... I think this is a full action. I'm going to do a full withdraw action. Um... Withdrawing from melee combat is a full action. When you withdraw, you can move up. You still to have to stand up. Is standing up a action or a swift action? Pretty sure it's a move action. Drop prone. Correct me if I'm wrong. So if I use a move action, I can't do a full? I'm sure you can use your standard action to stand uh, up stand and then okay. move action to get away. Yeah, but the withdrawal makes it so you don't take the attack of opportunity. But um, yeah, don't think you can stand up and withdraw at the same yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Stand up is a move action, so yep, that would not work. So we're definitely going to stand up, and I am just going to uh, try and move away and hope I don't die. Hope he doesn't Run. pop another melee arm out. So as I did, so is he going to get his attack of opportunity? Uh, yeah, but. It's not what you think it is. Well, that's not good. <laughs> that's worse. Use the sword. <laughs> he picks up his one arm with the other arm. Does a 19 hit? Yes, a 19 hits. What's he doing? <laughs> you take four damage as he punches you in the back of the head. Uh, I fall forward on my face with the added force <laughs> of being punched, and I am back on the ground. <laughs> <laughs> I'll at least get you five feet away in case you get back up. <laughs> I mean, you don't even owe me that. You don't even owe me that. Get back up next round. Um, 
I, th- is, I think that's it for both of you. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> All right. So, um, Demi, I need you to make a reflex save because it is his turn now, and I don't know how to do this, so I'm just gonna have you do a reflex save. Okay. Um, reflex. Okay. Hey, I'm good at that. We'll see. I am not good at that. <laughs> Would you? That is a six. Okay, so yeah, he. You see this arm reach up over its head, grab you, and then try and and then throw you against the wall. Take uh, take six damage as you get hit against the wall. Whack! Question. GM. Answer. Um. So. His one arm is on the ground, and it had the blade thing coming out of it, right? And mm-hmm. this arm is picking up and throwing my crew. Does that mean he's dropped his big cannon thing? Strapped. Okay. Yeah. Um, how is he looking, aside from the one-armedness? Um, well... He did a lot of damage to it. It's not looking great. It's missing an arm, um, which means it can't use its rifle, and it has basically its fist. Okay. All right. Let's see. Captain Jin? Or Cryptus? It's actually Cryptus' turn. Oh. It is Cryptus' turn. So, Cryptus actually has gotten his armor on, but he's feeling kind of tired, and so he's just, I'm just going to sit here for a minute. The captain won't mind. Uh. You nearly bleed out. Okay, Captain Jin, go ahead. Again, on the comms, if you have time to lean. <laughs> um, oh, fuck, I don't trust myself shooting this thing. I've got to keep trying to hack it, I guess. So, I'm going to do that. Two plus eleven. I rolled a thirteen. Sorry, buddy. Um, nothing so far. Would is there anything else you'd like to do on your turn? I kind of back away and uh, I get on the comms and I do say, "Cryptus, you uh, you rejoining us soon? This isn't looking good. You guys okay over there?" You get back, like, you think Cryptus is trying to personal calm you back, but it sounds like just a groan. Like, uh, Rima pops her head into your room and looks at you like... <laughs> Rima's... <laughs> Foggy vision. Alright. Uh, Demi, passenger. Passenger, I think you uh, get up with one health once again. Yeah, so still laying on the ground, Passenger, his his eyes are going to come back up. Uh, he's going to roll over, and you're going to see just this look of anger uh, that's normally not on Passenger's face. Um, you see this little um, module underneath his, um, like right near his shoulder, starting to glow, and you can see a little bit of the light emanating out of it. He takes his hand, he reaches up and hits it, activating his spell cache, giving him back a spell slot, and he releases... Magic missile again. You arc him around the um, pillar, and he just 
and you, its head pops off. And you see and the battery explodes and ignites, and then immediately is defused, and it is now dead. End combat. God. Is everyone okay? I've got a splitting like headache. I like to imagine that when Demi was thrown, he kind of like did like the cartoon slide down, like. <laughs> yes. And he will, and now he's now like upside down against the wall. He will flip back up. Cryptus, we've uh, we've taken care of it. Passenger killed it. I think we're okay. Does anyone see any more of them? Are there any other doors in here? I start looking around to see if there's like any other exits or anything. Passenger just sort of Um, sits up and leans against the steel pillar. Doesn't get up. He's just... Jimmy will walk over and um, hand him a serum of healing. Uh, no, no, you keep that. Oh, I got it. I feel like Patrick, but I'm not even sure it works on him. <laughs> Does it? No. Magic. I think that question came up earlier because he's a construct. He needs something else. Uh, I got it. No, no worries. Um, and I'll, I'll, I will use a, uh, Construct equivalent, whatever it's called. I gotta get my items. The nanites, I think, is what you were using. Just repair nanites. Fair enough. Fine. Yeah, they are. It's a nanite patch. You'll see me start affixing that. It is 1d6. So it heals me for two. Are the weapons that. Remember, that only affects your health, not your stamina. Right. Are the weapons that these robot droid things we're using like part of them or are they handheld um the swords were part of them the weapons themselves were not i mean like one screw you can like unattach them pretty easily jimmy does exactly that with this closest one the closest one had an advanced shirin eye rifle basically a sniper rifle for up to 500 feet yeah, gather up, gather up these weapons. We gotta take a look and see what's going on here. And if you take collect the uh, arm, it is a micro serrated longsword. However, since it does not have the hilt, you cannot use it until you give it a hilt or attach it to your arm. <laughs> attach it to my tail. <laughs> Passenger, go take 10 minutes on the ship. Cryptus, take a 10. Uh, get Rima to see about those wounds. I think she can heal you up. Demi, you're with me. Let's, uh, let's take a look around this room. I want to know what's in these crates. Might have a clue to what exactly Roko's plan is if he needs a mine for this project. Let's take a look. All right, so just turning the camera over to Cryptus. Rima... It- does t- basically tells you don't tell me what happened she just comes over puts her hand on your shoulder and you should heal for 10 hp specifically um and you can tell she looks furious like what the hell did we get into what happened now it she knows that she's not going to talk to you about it because you're the one shot but she's going to go talk to captain jen at some point and cryptus like like takes that healing and he almost tries to say something to her and then he kind of just like 
kind of passes out <laughs> on the ship for 10 minutes. And this is me spending my last resolve point that I have right now to regain all of my stamina. It is a 10 minute rest. And you can also do that, Justin, if you need to, to get your stamina back. Gotcha. I would say I, I eventually make my way into the, into the, to the room. Grima, this robot stabbed me with its arm. She will let you know that she is spent for the day. She has to use all her healing all at once. So, um, she leads you up to the galley. She's at least going to try and patch you up with whatever med kit they have. I will use a resolve point then, which will be my second. So I only have one left uh, after doing this. And you said that would just give me back all my stamina after ten minutes? Mm-hmm. Not health, just stamina. Yeah, stamina. I got you. Okay. All right, I Captain Jin and Demi currently in the room. What are you guys doing while they're resting for ten minutes? Demi's going to walk over to these two blue capsule-looking things. Yep. Just try and figure out what they are. Uh, do a perception check for me. Nat 20. They look like they could house two beings the size of robots if they laid down flat in them and they are open and there's nothing in them. These are the replicators he was talking about. The guy, the Dr. Roko. While he was doing that, and before I respond to that, Jin was uh, trying to investigate this, these, like, I guess, cryopods or whatever. Can I make that check before I respond? Yeah, um, go ahead and make a perception check. And... Yeah, go ahead and make that. 26. As you get closer, um, the air around you gets, like, freezing cold. We're talking, like, very, very cold. Um, and as you look in, you see this, like, these, like, little blocks of unrefined metal that are, like, frozen. They, like, got little beads, like, uh, ice on them and everything. And it just seems like this, you feel the heat just kind of emptying out near you. Hearing uh, Dimmy's call about these potentially being the replicators, I will come over here and attempt to investigate um, computers check. Sure. What do you want? This is probably more of an engineering check. Dirty 20. Dirty 20? Um... These do look like replicators. Like there seems to be like a place to put like material in, and um, you know you, you place something in, and there's like a little panel to like input the design. Um, it's it's a pretty sophisticated process, and right now they're set to the design of the security bot. I start trying to manipulate the controls to see if there's a way to like flip through preset designs or something. Like, I'm just gonna start, like... That's computer's check. Computer's check. 16. 16, alright. So, um, you do notice that there isn't 
really a preset like there the, but you can tell that the last order came from another location like it was remotely accessed and told to create this okay um I think it might be Demi but I'm not sure it might just only be a way of creating more of those droids hmm are there any obvious like off buttons or power cables or anything? Off buttons, yeah. I turned them both off for now. You see a cable going to the wall into a red switch, and you just and they shut off. Yeah. Let's check out the rest of these crates. See what's in them, Jimmy. And we'll just start looking through all of them for however long ten minutes, however many we can get through in ten minutes. We'll do that. Alright, so the first crate you open up over here, uh, it's pretty easy to open, you just move a few latches here on the right side, and it is filled with just uh, raw, unrefined iron, about ten bulk a crate. And I will also say the ten minutes have passed on this, so you guys are stamina full. So we popped open those six crates. There's two that have some kind of cryogenic thing going on. The cryogenic thing is the three crates over to the left. Uh, someone put some holes into one of them, so... Right. We keep checking out the room. Alright, so... Um... Do you check out the uh, cryo crates at all? Any further? I'm going to wait for my science officer to come back in. All right. Um, as you go to the top of the room, um, you notice along this back wall up here that at about this location, there is like a line going down the wall for no, seemingly no reason. A line going down the wall for seeing like like a like a crack, like a like a built crack. And I never did find any other doors, did I? Correct. Into this one. All right. I open all the crates still. All right. So when you get to the um, two cryo crates, but by, by the way, a lot of time has passed. Anybody can enter at this point. It's not just the Captain Jin show. So um, just speak up. Um, you notice that these two remaining ones actually have power to it and it's trying to keep things insulated by that way it doesn't freeze the outside of the crate like the, the, the destroyed one is yeah I'm not going to mess with these <laughs> so recipe for disaster so we've had our, our 10 minutes of resting yep that's been done you guys can Move on in and do what you need to do. We're in free form. So Rima's healing has has made Cryptus's uh, chitin feel a lot better. He's rested up, and so Captain Jin should start to feel the thunk thunk of Cryptus coming back to this room. Then Cryptus will calm him. All right, Captain, I'm I'm good. I'm back in it. Who do I have to kill? Oh, I'm passing you right Cryptus. behind him. Passenger, you okay? Um, 
No, but we'll be fine. Cryptus, I think this one over here is too broken, but why don't you take that one, the, the, the droid over there, take all of its parts and all these weapons back to the workshop. We uh, might be able to do something with these later. Passenger, can you come take a look at these cryo things? See what's going on here? Absolutely. And as I'm walking over to them, I'm actually going to cast um, Mending on myself. Uh, it says I can do it once per day onto a construct and give myself 1d4 hit points. <laughs> That's funny. So I can use it I can use it to heal myself once per day. I can use it to do other things, but if you're using it that manner, just once. So. What? You can't abuse it? Come on. <laughs> That didn't work. Um, it didn't work? Yeah, I was trying to use the foundry dice roller, but I guess I didn't type the, the command correctly. I thought you were rolling like a d4, and I was like, how does rolling the physical dice not work? <laughs> no, no, no. I, but I did just roll a physical dice, and it actually was a 4. So, that's nice. Congratulations. It, it's a 4. Right. Um, and then I'm going to cast another cantrip or zeroth level spell. Uh, detect magic. You detect all magic spells, effects, items, objects, um, including those on or affecting creatures you can see, as well as hybrid items in the area. You can't detect magical traps in this way as they are created with additional magic that wards them from this common spell. Each round you concentrate on the same area. You can determine if one magic source you detect is from a spell, magic item, or an other effect, and the caster level or item level of the effect. You can't determine if there's magic sources in the area you can't see or if there was a magic source in an area at one time that has since expired. So it has to be a current active effect. And it's got a range of 60 feet. So I'm casting that, looking around in a 60-foot circle to see if there's any sources of magic currently present in this room. You detect nothing. Okay, perfect. Uh, Captain Jin, what did you need me to look at? These cryo crates, the ones that uh, froze this robot. What's going on here? What are these? Okay, I'll come over and do, an, I guess, an engineering check to see what's going on. Are there are there life forms inside of these cryo tubes, or are they just empty machines? Well, go ahead and make your engineering check. It's a fifteen plus eight, so that'd be twenty-five. Twenty-three. All right. So uh, you walk up and you notice that the crates are actually really well made as far as like moving heat around and insulating. Um, and you take a look at the one that's been busted open, and like I said, you see these, like, like ingots of... I guess, that's the word I should have said earlier. Ingots of, like, really frozen, dark, um, steel kind of colored metal. They're covered in frost and everything, and, like, as you get closer, like, the temperature drops to the point where it kind of... It hurts to get too close. So I'd, I'd kind of report that as I'm looking through it. So it's just ingots, nothing that looks biologic. Nothing biological. So it's just cold storage. Say that again. So it's just some form of cold storage, like a refrigerator, deep freezer. 
with random stuff in it? Uh, no, you see ingots of metal in there, not random stuff, but... Sure. I mean, it's very cold. Hmm. So you think these boxes are keeping those ingots cold, Passenger? That's what it seems to be doing. Wasn't there something that we scanned earlier that had to be kept at, like, extreme temperatures? Was... is that the ingots? We scanned some sort of metal earlier. Oh, it was in one of my it was in one of my advanced ship scans. It was something in the crust of this um it was something in the crust of this celestial body. Um it's it yeah, this 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 they must be mining in here. Didn't um Roku say something about a mining operation here? Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. See he said his plan needed whatever's going on here. And that's what we I want to try and figure out before we go anywhere else. Let's get the rest of these. Let's figure out what's in these other crates. See if we can't get any other hints as to what's going on here. The, the other crates with unrefined iron. Those crates to the right. Those six. Um. Well, what about these three up here? Where? Uh, those are not crates. Those are platforms with a button to go up and down. Ah, okay. And what do we see? Like, I don't know what these art things are. I don't know what these are up top. The things up top? Okay, so that is like a big, like almost kind of stone-ish wall and a computer panel at the left, but like the... Like it has a couple lights at the top and like it's currently like on and off. Uh, The off light is on if that makes any sense. And then there's like a panel that you can like lower. All right. Crew, I think that might be a way through. I bet those controls, y'all see that crack in that wall? I bet that wall opens up somehow. Uh, where's the crack? In the center. Um, Captain, I'm going to take a look at these computers over here. And, uh, these, these computers over on the left-hand side of the map, uh, I'd head over and take a look at them. Go ahead and take a look at them. Are they on? Just good that they got a screensaver uh, up? What, what am I actually, looking Actually, you are looking at a very simple control panel. Um, let me make sure I can tell you what it is correctly. There is... This is labeled... Uh, gate control. It's and there's a joystick that's in the center, and you either tilt it left to do the upper gate. That's the thing that's labeled uh, upper gate, and the tilt it right to do the thing that is the lower gate. You said left to do lower gate, right to do upper gate. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, Captain, you remember those gates we saw that weren't doors? Um, before we came in here, there was... I think these control those. Open them both. The way it works, you cannot. Because you have to either tilt it left or tilt it right. Oh, so we can open one, but not the other. Correct. I tilt it towards the upper one. Yeah, I tell him to open the one that was pointing up. I do that. So, Cryptus is a note. Cryptus has returned by now from uh, transporting one 
wrecked robot and one whatever he salvaged from the frozen one. He, of course, has dumped them in his room, so there are now uh, parts of four. four different security robots in his room. What, what weapon was the one having, uh, holding? The frozen one? Yeah. It had a advanced railgun. I don't even know what that is. It's a railgun that can, has the automatic... Gross. Cryptus can tell you all about that rifle. No, he Are got hit by the other one. He got oh. hit by the sniper rifle. Jeez. I don't think the real gun hit anybody. Um, after... After doing this joystick to open up that upper one, um, does it look like... I mean, there, there's like a... In addition to the joystick, I'm assuming there's a interface and screen and stuff, right? Like, I could potentially hack this and maybe get into a little deeper beyond this gate control it's, system? It's... Um, yeah, you could probably do that. There's a little bit of a computer there, um, but there, there isn't a whole lot to this, but yeah. Um, let me see here. So yeah, I'll do a computer's check to, to see what I can get into. What do you try to do? Um, I want to see if I can perhaps access the mainframe of this facility. I want, I'm looking for data, information. Alright, go ahead and roll. Oh, actually, you know, I told the captain that I could maybe slow down Roku. So let me look for like electrical. Let me. I want to look to see if I can maybe shut down parts of the facility, uh, something like that. And I'm looking for for that type of stuff. All right, go ahead. Say sixteen plus nine, so that's twenty-five. Twenty-five. All right, you are able to get into this computer. Um, and you begin looking around for access to other locations of the facility, maybe a map. Um, you don't really find much outside of the mining. Um, basically, you, you can find some files saying how many units are still up in the mining facility, both mining units and security units. Oh, okay. It's like, um, like, like ships or robots that we just fought? ships. Got it. How many? Um, let's see. It's saying about about 13 security units and about 8 mining units remaining. Is there any indication of of ships that have been destroyed? Like ships that should be online but have gone offline? I'm curious if they smacked into that door that we shut off. Um, you have detected two offline ships. Awesome. Okay. Pastor, can you access their controls anyway from here, or do we need to find a different terminal? Uh, it looks like this terminal is very um, disconnected from whatever other potential systems might be on this rock. Okay. We need to find... I don't think this is the replicator re... Uh, passenger Dimmy and I were looking over there at those uh, boxes in the corner and boxes are the right word but they appear to be replicators that produced these security droids um, I don't think this is what Roko was talking about I think we need to figure out how to open that and go deeper in. and I'll walk over and pick up the railgun and mm -hmm. I'll walk over and be like Let's switch. 
And then, everyone, let's take position on this door passenger see if you can open it. Can we even use these things with the yeah. level restrictions? Yeah, I, I don't put, I don't use the level restriction. Oh, okay. I think level restriction is silly. It makes sense for certain things, but you're a soldier. You know how to use weapons, duh. Um, I'm still not a hundred percent sure where this door is. It is a crack in the wall. He is calling it a door. Go check the computer terminal up there, passengers. I go up to the other computer terminal. Now, when you walk up to this, this is like a flat wall. It has a light, two lights, one labeled on, one labeled off. The off light is currently illuminated, and there is a like a like a like a panel that comes out that's been folded up against the wall. You just you just see the bottom of this panel. It's like looking at the the bottom of a desk. Like you can't really see anything on it yet. So it's like a like a Murphy desk. I gotta pull it down to see what's going on. Yeah. All right. I pull it down to see what's going on. You grab it, pull it down, and you see piano keys. Naturally. <laughs> um. Uh, I'll press one. Does it emanate a note? You hear a note. Captain, it's not a computer. It's a, it's a piano. Is this like a digital sci-fi futuristic piano, or is this like an old school, like like antique relic? No, this isn't like a string. It's not a string piano. It's just like a electronic piano. Okay. Can I make a... Culture check in relation to Galarian, where Roko's from, to see why there's a piano here. Sure. Captain, that's really not necessary. I, I can fix this for you. And Cryptus goes to punch the uh, piano, unless you stop him. Three, so, two, uh, one. Cryptus, uh, stay your hand. <laughs> 19, and the DC's reduced by five because of my theme. I mean, you know that the piano is a musical instrument from Galarian. Um, from a mechanical standpoint, really, you need to have the professional skilled musician to know what it is, if anybody has that. I want to do an investigation uh, of this this wall and this bank of... The, the, yeah, this wall here, um, and really just kind of the surrounding area. Do I see anything that looks like a microphone, something that might pick up and register the sounds being made? Yeah, you look up and you see a little tiny thing sticking out of the ceiling with like a little brown fuzz like a microphone would have to protect it from the uh, air blast. Mm-hmm. Passenger, what are we looking at here? Well, my suspicion grounded based on an instrument and a microphone is that a musical sequence will do something. Now, whether that's open a door or evacuate all the oxygen from this room, I have no idea, but I suspect this is a lock of some variety. Hmm. Interesting. I don't suppose any of you are musicians. Um, I can I can try. That, <clears throat> you said you said there was a crack somewhere. And the yeah. Dame is going to go up to it with the uh, ro- with the blade still attached to the arm of the robot. 
and wedge it into the crack. And then motion for Cryptus. <laughs> okay, it is wedged into the crack. I will come and I will do the wedging as indicated. Roll a strength check. Yay, friendly strength check. Does, does Dimmy have a way of assisting? About to open up a void to space, but we're about to fucking do this. That one! You break the sword off in the wedge. It shatters. Dimmy holds up like one tiny little piece left and is like, that's not what I wanted at all. <laughs> I hate roll 20. Let's switch to foundry. Soon, my friend, once once I have like the dungeon moved over. Alright, Dimmy. <laughs> I come up and I start playing random keys on the piano. Uh, roll a slide of hands check. <laughs> What'd you roll? 28. Um, you certainly play something. It's not good. Four hands. All four hands. <laughs> I almost covered the whole... Well, he eventually just starts smacking it, trying to hit all the keys at once. Nothing. While he's doing that, if I'm watching kind of around the room, do I see anything lighting up or anything blipping? Anything that... Nothing. Okay. Interesting. Um, hmm. You said that there was a button with some, like, an elevator-like thing that it could maybe take it up to another level? Was that what you had indicated? Uh, yeah, it's those, these gray boxes right here. I'll, They're not boxes. I'll go over to those gray not boxes and um, go like a lift. And I'll, I'll use. Does it look like the lift goes up or down? Uh, it looks like only the down button is illuminated. Timmy walks over to the control panel uh, over here and switches the lever. Uh, which lever? Um. The one lever that handled the gate, I think it was. Where do you switch it to? It's currently left. He switches it to right. You switch it to right. Uh, Captain Jin, you get a little beep beep from Rima. Go ahead. Uh, Captain, the gate in our little area just opened up. Rima, that's the one that looks like it curves upward, right? It, oh, let me double check. It curves downward, excuse me. It curves downward. That wasn't the thing I thought it was. <laughs> I thought that was the elevator controls. <laughs> nope. It'll, it'll switch back then, I guess. He doesn't know what he's doing. <laughs> I don't think we should go down. Expected that there were fewer shielding, fewer environmental shieldings. Down, gentlemen. I think we might need to fight our way back through those drones and oh. go through the door they came from. Should we not Is see what's down below us? What? This elevator takes us down. We can see what's below us. Mm, I don't want to get stuck down there. I 
hate that we can't find a map of this place. If anyone has any final ideas for how to make this thing work, say it now. Otherwise, I think we need to leave here. I, I could hit it still. Mm, I don't think that's the intention, Cryptus. So did we did we figure out? So the blue two capsule things—they're just for like there's no way for us to plug in uh, Elu or whatever it was. Like they're they're just they're not they're not the thing that we thought they were. I thought they were described as. Wait, Captain, I've had a brilliant idea to kill someone. What? See, back on uh, the the deck, you remember the deck of the many things that that ship? They had these cool cryo grenades, and they're really expensive. But what if we use this cold stuff and threw it at the door? The, and then the crack. Our way through. Yeah. Yeah. Good. What's the word? Yeah. Science officer, <laughs> do science. <laughs> um. So you're talking about freezing this crack and then breaking it bigger? Yep. I look around. Do I see any, like, security cameras in this space? Well, perception. you can probably think of are probably on those robots. And they've been taken to the ship, right? Yes. What did Jin say about the capsules earlier as well? Yeah, he, he had mentioned that uh, this doesn't sound like a replicator room. This doesn't seem like a replicator room. And he had mentioned that the um, uh, design that had been put in to be used had come from elsewhere. So he's like, let's just turn these off because we can't do anything with them here. Um, I'll go over and look at the wall that has this crack in it. Um, I want to tap into my experience as a scientist with uh, physical science background. and Do I recognize, does this look like, um, does this look like it's just normal rock? Uh, what does it look like it's is this is this you said it was like cave wall right you didn't say this was a no it was rock but it's like cut like something manually came by and cut it got it yeah can I can I tell if this is just something that's really common or if this is like the same material that's been mined into those ores no this looks more common mm, if this isn't an alloy I'm not sure freezing it is gonna do a whole lot to make it more frail. Um, Captain, I'll go down the elevator and scout it out, let you know what I see. Do we think what the elevator will do? That it'll leave this room to go somewhere else? Generally, yeah. So it's not just an elevator that goes up and down to like the floor of this room up to this area that we're at. No, it was when I looked at it earlier. It was just a just seemed like the only option was to go down. 
Okay. He's gonna go right up to the platform and start jumping out, up and down. Go down. Go you down. You and Demi. All right. I'll hit the button and get on the platform with Demi. As you hit the button, it cracks and then slowly goes down. Um, it then gets to a point, and then a door closes above you, and then it starts to go down further, but it opens up to, into a cavern that is exposed, and you start seeing light as, like, way, like, thousands of meters down. You see lava and, um, you know, some some little other drones that have, you know, like, like large ship-sized drones that have, like, uh, like mining drones that carry things. They're kind of, like, just flying through in this narrow cavern. Um, it's 130 degrees minimum here. I need you both to take a d6 of damage. Demi goes, go up! Go up! <laughs> the rails start to turn hot. Is there a button to go back up? Yes, there's a button to go back up. I smack the go back up button. Um, <laughs> it stops and then starts... As we're going back shakes up... Shakes a little bit. As we're going back up, can I pop in that because I am still wearing a spacesuit um, how hard is it to attach that heat module that I picked up last session it would take at least 10, 10 minutes at, a, at your workshop to do and while I'm while we're going back up does it seem like any of these autonomous uh, ships have taken any interest in us or does it just seem like they're parked or are they doing stuff they're, they're kind of slowly moving. Um, there's one below, one below you that seems to be filled with stuff. This red, red hot material that seems to be melting the container it's in slowly. Like like the whole container around it is like red hot. Passenger, what do you guys see now? So I'll open you up. get to the top open and the door comes and below you. And then the door opens and all this cold air comes down on top of you and it feels so much better. It's very than 130 degrees. Very, very hot in there, Captain. Uh, lava plumes. Um, definitely. Uh, I, I, I kind of hold up my hand and there's some, some welts have formed from the heat damage. Um, passenger. You remember earlier you picked up that thermo rega thingy? Yeah, that's, that's what Maybe. I was thinking about. Demi runs over to like where the broken open like cases with the cooling and like the ingots and like kind of like holds his hands out as if it was fire but it's you know cold and so it feels really nice that it's cold so he's like holding his hands out towards that after about a minute your fingers start to go numb so i start i start installing that thermal that thermal uh, regulator into my spacesuit Captain, it should only take about 10 minutes, but it didn't seem like anything down there was particularly interested in us. Um, I well, can scout it out on my own. I think there's some confusion here, because a spacesuit protects you from 130 degrees. You don't need a thermal regulator on the spacesuit. Oh, space then you were fine. You don't take thermal regulator. Yeah. But, good. when a spacesuit takes damage, it might get broken. Um, and I think you had taken a couple big hits, so I don't know what we want to do about that, but we can do that later. I got, I got thrown into a wall. I don't think I got punctured. <laughs> um, I'll leave it up to the DM because I wasn't thinking about my my spacesuits. You'll you'll have taken the damage for now. You'll you'll repair it, but you don't need to install the thermo regulator. You'll want to put that on your actual armor if it has an upgrade slot. Ah, yes, yeah, second skin has an upgrade. Well, I mean, if we wouldn't have actually taken any damage and we were just perfectly fine, I probably wouldn't have hit the button to go back up. Demi, are you wearing a spacesuit as well? 
Shouldn't yeah, be. he was. Can we just go back down? Okay, so you're back down. <laughs> in this heated air. Um, and it's a narrow, narrow cavern. Like, you couldn't get a your your ship through unless it was, like, barely scraping by. And um, one of the uh, ships comes up from, like, a way down way down this long cavern and it comes up and it parks right next to you. You don't see any sort of pilot or anything. It's very, very automated. It's just kind of, and it begins to like move a whole crate onto the platform next to you and then onto the next platform. And it is holding this red hot material. Mm, okay. Now, has the platform has stopped at this point? There's no other hallways or anything to walk into. No, it's, it's just, just it's just a loading dock that drops down, dock. grabs okay. things. The automated thing comes over, puts it on there, and okay. it begins to drive away. So you have two big crates of things. Watching, so just kind of scouting out the rest of this cavern. You said it's it's a narrow cavern. Um, does it look like there's any not narrow for like people to walk but narrow for ships what is traveling through here right I'm just I'm trying to get an idea of space though I mean we're talking a couple hundred feet across we're talking you know a couple hundred feet across just enough for the things to fly by but thousands of feet down so there's I wanted to I guess I need to do a perception check maybe but uh, there's two things in particular I'm interested in I'm curious if there's another if, if I see one of those sort of gated uh, tubes that we saw out front that was kind of locked off that we either want one, I remember one went down, one went up so I'm curious if I see something that looks like an access like that into this space and then I'm also curious if I see any um, any other like elevator shafts or maybe somewhere like across the way if I see uh, another access point or egress, ingress uh, to this area for somebody that's walking you're underground and it's mostly an automated area, so there's no lights for you because everything's flying by sensors. The only light you really see is the lava flow thousands of feet below you. And it doesn't, and it seems to just kind of go off until like it gets cut off by a more cavern. Okay, well, I can see with no light source up to a range of 60 feet. Uh, even with that, I don't see anything. It's all blackened. Hundreds to thousands of feet. Gotcha. Long. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Um,. Alrighty, then uh, not a whole lot to see here, Demi. I guess we should head back up. What do you? What's going on down there, guys? Uh, oh God, the humanity! No, <laughs> uh, <laughs> it, it's all fine. It's 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 a uh, captain. It's it, they're, they're they just loaded the, some automated drones came and loaded up this cargo. Doesn't look like there's anything else down here. It's all automated, all automated uh, ships. What, what cargo? Uh, does it look like the crates we saw upstairs? Uh, yeah, but it's filled with red hot stuff. It's like the crates that were up there, but these are incredibly hot. These are these are these are spicy, not not cold. So there's no refrigerant in them right now. Doesn't. And you're coming back into this room. Oh. Everyone, look around for refrigerant. <laughs> Cryptus leans over to Jin after the the exchange, and he seems very confused by something. He's like, Captain, what's a humanity? Creatures from Galarian. Uh, we might want to step away from this elevator, Cryptus. Yeah, we're on our way back up. I, I open comms uh, to, to the whole crew. Um, we're on our way back up. Um, yes, Captain, standing back might be prudent. Looking at the... Uh the information on, like, the little electronic information on the crate, it's actually 
attempting to cool this stuff down like it's inside the crate like it's not like an open crate like you, you can see through the top of like a little window in it mm-hmm. that's red hot and it's telling you a temperature of about 4,900 and some odd degree cool. degrees but it is attempting to cool it down through various sh- shielding and uh, other cooling techniques within it high tech stuff so is it is it it's trying to become like the ones that are in the room with us mm-hmm. right now there's nothing to do extra correct okay um passenger said so do you think that that the the area the elevator was in did it look like that's where that path goes the one that goes down and i like point out the window towards the grate that raised and lowered it was too large of a space, I couldn't tell. If there was any entrance uh, via one of those pathways, it was beyond my vision. How many of those drones were flying around down there? The Are you able to tell? Did I see? Uh, three, Captain. And did they look like the big minor ones? I, I assume so. Well, these were more like cargo loaders. Forklift in space. Okay. Well, we don't know what's going on with this instrument. And through those doors, there are three hostile drones. But if we go down there, there are potentially no hostile drones. I think it's clear where we need to head. Can Sounds anyone like think of else we need to do in this room? Want me to take any of this cargo with us? Yeah, crew, we're going to load these four up. I, I don't care about the iron crates, but whatever this is, it must be why he's here. This has got to be important. Let's get these aboard. Or valuable. Or valuable. Oh, uh, just gets to lock in. Yep. Anybody have the minor profession? Alright, so this is going to take you guys some time. I think it bringing up those two crates, you will have four total unopened crates of ten bulk each. Just call it for now since you don't know what it is. The icy hot stuff. <laughs> and y'all don't need to worry about keeping track of all this. I've got the ledger open. And are you taking broken crate with you? No, Jin is scared of that. He saw what it did to the robot. And we're not going to worry about the iron crates um, or anything else. So we'll get these four loaded. Uh, if it's only 40 bulk, so it's four crates of 10 bulk each, I think we can get it loaded pretty quick. Yeah, it ain't much. All right, guys, let's get back on the ship. <laughs> All right, I'll participate in helping to load stuff up and make my way back to the ship. Before I leave, I flip the thing open so that the, the grate will go back down, so that we can fly down. Because I think uh, that one was the one that was open. It was it was correct the way it was. Okay, okay, then yeah, yeah. If it's open, we're good to go. Oh, are we all on the same page now? I think we are. Um, when we get back to the ship. Uh, Cryptus, what did you do with those um, security robots? I put them in the appropriate storage place. Your room? Yes. Got it. Can I go look at them? Of course. 
After the last you're in my room, you are welcome to go in there anytime, my friend. Good to know. Um, I'll I'll make my way in to uh to those um, and I want to see if I can access there. their um their memory. There, there are four security drones right at the entrance. Like you walk in, there they are. You literally have to walk over a workshop now, right? You can you can store those in there. If, if you insist, Captain. I don't like to leave my stuff strewn about the ship. Just make sure their power cores are taken out so they can't turn on and blow us up. So, um, I, I would go down to them and, um, I want to see if I can access their... their... I'm curious if they have like a like a hard drive, a memory uh, that would maybe have some of their vision and audio, audio, vi- audio visuals like backed up or saved to them. Okay. And um, if they do, um, I, I take wanna... time. Sure. Um, like probably a couple's hours of work in the workshop. We start flying away from the thing. Passenger, I need my science officer and ops. Demi will get back on the pop turret. Um, get back to engineering. On my way to ops. Um, as I'm walking, Captain, uh, taking a quick look at those security droids, I think with the right amount of time, I could maybe access their audio-video uh, storage. Um, perhaps it would hold a clue to that piano. Ooh, that is true. Um, well... It remains an option for us now. I want to try and get as much of a lay of this, and, and this is to everybody. I want to try and get as much of a lay of this land as we can. We are on a tight time schedule, but uh, that might be an option later. What is the time remaining on our clock, by the way? About 39 hours. How many hours did we spend in that room and that fight and everything? Between the fight and searching and moving things, you've spent about an hour with all that. Uh, remember, you you capped your time out at 40 because you wanted five hours remaining, so that's where the time is at. You gonna call that Roku guy again, Captain, or we we done with him? Oh, yeah, I did calm him. I, I reach over to a console and I pull up the comm logs to see if I ever got a response. Yeah, you did, actually. Um, it was a hail, but nothing more. I don't know. Every time we talk to him, we start getting shot at. I think we might have to be on our own on this for now. All right. It won't hurt. I mean, unless it's, I guess unless he starts shooting at us, but. Hmm. All right. Where are you moving? I don't actually have control, uh, so we're flying through the grate. Okay, so you one, whoop, two, turn. I assume you get centered. Just get going. So you guys go into a cavern, and then it points down, and then it kind of spins a little bit, and you have to kind of wind your way through. Um, Captain Jin, let's uh, let's get a piloting check from you, bud. Thirty-one. Oh, you're fine. 
you made you made passenger a little nervous at one point, but yeah, you're fine. Nothing, nothing scraped. All right, so you find yourself in the middle of another cavern, except this one seems to be a lot more deliberately made. Like the walls aren't necessarily just made of hewn rock, um, and you see a lot of doors and detect a lot of doors. Cryptus, this doesn't look like where you guys were, does it? Nope. Or passenger, I'm sorry. Passenger. Passenger. Just confused, like, nope. Captain, uh, I think you mean me, uh, and no, this doesn't. Hmm. There's a bunch of doors here. Um, Start scanning these. I'll begin scanning. The ship begins to get a hail. I answer it. Have you guys found the replicator yet? I really would like you to leave. Yeah, we'd love to, but no, we got shot at. Look, shot if you could just tell me where to go. Who you shot at? Who was shooting you? Robots. Look, just tell me where to go. Tell me where to go. That's, you got shot at by robots, what kind? Robots, look, Roko, we both have the same goal here. We're on limited time. Indeed, uh, they shouldn't have shot at you. Um, terribly sorry, was anyone hurt? Well, yes, actually. I've got casualties. I can, Cryptus yells. I'm terribly sorry for your loss. Um, uh, I, uh, I, uh, I need to go. Something's wrong. Where am I going? He cuts it off. Hmm. Well, that's no good. Interesting. Interesting. I still don't think we can trust this guy. And we're not going to, uh tell him the true reason why we're here, but I think I've got an idea of how to handle him once we can finally have a real conversation. Um, Do we think he's being hacked? I wonder if he's going to go check that room out. Hmm. Can I do a sense motive check on his comments? Sure. Roll. 16. Um, he seemed suddenly nervous. Captain, what if Eli is hacking him? Okay. I think there's Wait, a chance Captain, that he'll before, be going... Before you, not to interrupt you, Captain, but what if Eli's trying to kill him in person? I don't think he... Not with the bomb. Yeah. So, what if Eli's in here, though? He could be. He, was, he wasn't on the freighter, and it wouldn't make sense that he's not around here. Uh, so that's a possibility. Um, hang on, don't we have his number? 
and I start playing, I pull up the comms panel, I start playing with it to see if I can make like a, not like a broad call, but just like try to connect with him in a manner that isn't screaming out to the entire mine. I'm making a phone call. So you attempt to hail him. Um, you do get a response back. It's open comms, but the signal is really weak. Hello? You get you get static for a bit, and then they, you get the low of a hello. Passenger, where's this signal coming from? Computer shit. Sixteen. Uh, it is very the signal. Twenty-five. Okay, so much better. Um, it's still really staticky, but you do get a much better signal. Hello. Eli, this is Jin. Can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you. Are you on this planet with us? No, I'm actually orbiting currently. What is what is your position? Alright, we're inside this facility trying to find our goal. Okay, that's all the information I needed. Stand by. We're still on our time frame, right? Of course. Now I have so long until I can't stop it. Understood. And I close the comms. I don't think Eli's uh, here, guys. I think we can trust him. I don't know how that sounded to you. I guess it sounded clear enough. It was perfect. It was amazing. I, I applauded you. Right, what were you doing? You were just standing the post to talk? It. <laughs> I, it sounded wonderful. Yeah. I applauded you. Oh. So if it's not him, what's screwing up the robots? <clears throat> you get another hail. I open comms. Um... The, uh, the basilisk is loose. I would be very careful if I were you. And then he cuts it off again. He let, he let his pet creature out? He said it's a Galarian creature, right? That's what y'all told me. I'm starting to suspect that's not what's going on here, Cryptus. Passenger, you have my permission. Get that information as fast as you can. I'll be, uh, handling this from up here. We really need a map of this place. And I start pulling double roll of first piloting to maneuver in front of a door and then going to the computers and scanning it. <laughs> See what's behind it. Uh, point out which door? Uh, we'll do it um, counterclockwise. Counterclockwise starting from left. Oh, no, starting from right, excuse me. All right. All right, go ahead and do a computer's check for me. You're, you were not pushed to talk. Uh, 19. 19? Uh, yeah, this door uh, asks you if it wants to open the security module. I uh, kind of rotate the ship 
and move us a bit to the side. <laughs> so I sidestep the ship and then I tell it, yes, open the door. The door opens. And there's a security drone there that turns oh, to fire. Let's start. Me with that. <laughs> All right. So, uh, engineering. <laughs> What's your check? Converting power to weapons. All right. Uh, who else worked on helm phase or engineering phase? Well, I'm 17 plus five, so I succeed. So damage Good. rolls of one, Jimmy, are going to be two at least. All right, helm phase. All right, so 27 for my initiative roll, so I bet he's going to be moving first. Uh, yeah, because he can't get higher than the 23, so I'm not going to move for him. All right, he's right there. Science officer. I am no longer in ops. I have gone to be working. Talk. I am no longer in ops. I'm, I've gone to uh, start working on those robots. Right. Uh, go ahead and do a computer check for me when you get the chance, but hold on to your roll. Gunnery phase. Oh, you skipped me. I did. I thought you were a pilot. Rude. Oh, sorry. Yeah, you're right. You need to move. <laughs> um, so we are going to do an evade. My DC, if I remember correctly, is 14. I got a 15. So, uh, evade is where we get the plus two bonus to the ship's ACs. And we move and turn normally so i'm going to move us forward to turn to turn clockwise and move us forward to and turn clockwise Is that right? Sorry, I only have one screen. I don't have you pulled up all the time. All yeah. right, gunnery. Demi will fire. It will fire. It rolled the 14. Does that hit? Um. No, it does not. Dead out of the way. 20. 20, that oh. will hit it. Roll for damage. Alright, you get the you get it square in the uh, front or in the rear rather. Um, its engines are now glitched. And back to engineering. Keeping power to weapons, uh, the engine wants me to speak its true language to it, so I punch it. Put it to weapons. Yep, we put it to weapons. Right, good. Let's uh, if you hit this round, let's add it since that was a net twenty on en on uh energy. Let's go ahead and add a die roll. What? Um, 
We can do that. That sounds great. And thank you for being generous. But we do have the crit effects for engineering actions. Uh, and tell me what that. Nick, I sent that link to you, right? Yes, but where'd it go? I can find it while we do your face, Patrick. Sounds good. Let me roll a piloting check. He got a 22. 26. He goes first. And uh, I will do... Hmm. I'm going to do the turn in place stunt because I don't want to hit the wall. And uh, I want to turn us... Yeah, just like that. Perfect. Any luck there, Cryptus? Yes, the augmented weapons run at maximum safe power for your starship's weapons. Treat each damage die roll that results in a one this round as having rolled the die's maximum result instead. Oh, let's do it. Gunnery phase, fire away. I can't believe I'm going to say this, Kyle, but roll a one. <laughs> <laughs> Damage, not the attack. <laughs> not much better. I rolled the four, which means the nine total. A nine miss. Does, uh, I assume a twelve doesn't hit either. Nope. Engineering phase. I'm now. I'm now scared to have. I've run out of punches for this combat. But we're sending Whip back to weapons again. <laughs> Another net 20. Another net 20. Let's do a redo. All right. Helm phase. Nice. A five. Don't get lower than a five and you'll go last. I actually rolled a 26 again. All right. He'll go first. Let's stay right there. Okay. As you two just blast away at each other. I'll take the evade action, so DC 14. I got a 24, so I'm not actually gonna move. We're just kind of like swaying back and forth. So ACs are up by two. Using those right. strafing side engines. Yeah. This thing like the ones that attacked us above. Armored core. Uh, this, yeah, this is just a small little security drone. Yeah, L2R2, L2R2. <laughs> uh, he rolled a 7 for his attack. Well, it's a good thing that I rolled a 24. <laughs> That'll hit. Roll for damage. Roll one. <laughs> Four. I rolled a 1. Hey. Uh, so <laughs> the other one was a 2. <laughs> But the damage is eight. <laughs> it's, a, it's looking real bad. It's um, a lot better than three. It's uh, failing pretty badly, and it actually can't hold itself up anymore, and just kind of falls to the ground. It's still working, and it, you can tell it still has hull integrity, but it can't thrust or maneuver itself anymore. So I will say combat has ended, but it's not at zero HP. 
Give me blasted apart. You say that. Give me will say, I need you to rotate the ship. I'm on the top turret. It's below us. He rotates the ship. Hold on, Jimmy. Can I salvage it? Could we salvage it? No. Maybe it fits in my room? Uh, I don't think it's going to fit in your room, Cryptus, but uh, if I find one that does, it's yours. Jimmy, you've got a shot. He misses. You rolled a nine. Unless, considering that... No, um, this is an easy no. shot. It's okay. the lining it up, so you basically just keep blasting until it's gone. And just dust and things and heat. It's dead. All right. I think I got it. What do we think the odds are that behind each one of these doors, there's another drone? hundred percent? That's Yeah, I'm thinking right. this is a dangerous place to be. Um, I do want to know what's behind the door directly ahead, though. What if you, our passenger, could hack the drone that we know is there? Like, maybe. Getting hailed. I answer the comms. Okay, um, um, Captain Jake, was it? Jim. Roko. Got it, got it. Sorry, my apologies. Um, uh, so, um, bad news. I've lost control of what I've activated. Um, the good news is that hopefully it will save all of Kithkind. Um, but I don't think it's taken too kindly to you coming in and starting to snoop around. Um, I think I can disable one room's worth of drones. Where are you? We flew in, took the door on the right, and then flew down a corkscrew tunnel, and I'm in a tunnel looking at seven doors, three on either side, one dead ahead. Seven doors, seven doors. Ah, uh, uh, okay. Um, I can do one of the rooms. Which one do you want me to do? Where do I need to go to get to the replicator room? It's directly ahead. What's through that door directly ahead? I am detecting... Uh, I got two security drones, two mining. I got a dock with a uh, cryo starship weapon. Um, a few rounds for it. Sakaitite rounds. And the replicator room and a repair dock with a few shielding for the... For the... Uh, drones. It's kind of like a little repair area, cool down. Um, also repair a few things. Um, I can disable them for a time. Maybe even get them to leave. But you, you, you need to get that, and you need to get out immediately. Will do, Roko. Yeah, if you can get them to leave there, go somewhere else, and then lock it down, we'll fly through. Let me know when it's safe. Oh, okay. Captain, ask him about the piano. You hear Cryptus pop up over your comm. Roko, what's up with the piano? Oh, the piano. Oh, I, I gotta tell you. I love music, alright? And uh, I thought it'd be fun to put, like, any place I had to store some pretty valuable stuff. I'd put a vault and I'd try and hide the door. And the lock to get in, at least for that... What, what, what room did you go in? Was that the control room area? Uh, I guess you could call it a control room. It had controls for the greats. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you gotta play uh, Fotia's Lullaby. A great classic song from, from Gloria. It's, it, most people should know it, so you should be able to play it, right? 
I, I, I direct message passenger. Photia's lullaby, Galarian music. Do you know it? Look it up. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's got to be played from the piano, and you're good to go. Listen, uh, are you in danger here? Do you need to get out of here? It's this creature of yours. It's It's been let loose. Do you want to come meet us? Uh, so can fly no, you out no. here? If, if I come meet you, then it will see me. And I'll be considered not trying to help it come into existence. I must yeah, stay. What? Where? How far away are you? Like, what if we came to you? Well, you'd have to get the correct key code, as I can't just send it to you now, unfortunately. Um, but I don't want you to come to me anyway. All right. Let me know when I can flow through this door, okay? Okay. Should be able to send it through now, and the door begins to open, and you see these drones, and they leave. They fly right past you, and they leave. Flies in. Uh, should we warn Eli about the the basilisk thingy? Uh, no, if we do that, he's going to launch the missile immediately, Cryptus. Well, never and there, mind that. And there is a dock there, and I think before we get on this dock, or at all, if whatever you do, we're going to end the game there tonight. Sounds good. Well done, guys. Uh, I'm just out of curiosity. I, any information I would have gotten from doing my computers check on... Oh, let's, let's, let's follow up with that. So in the middle of all this, uh, you were a little distracted by hearing gunfire, but you're like, no, I gotta get this done. I need to do this now. I have to. Um, go ahead and do a computer check, or tell me what you rolled I for. rolled a 26. 26. Alright, so you you take out the hard drives, you put them into uh, to one of your own computers. Um, uh... No, and I don't think I would have done going that, through but okay. Well, how, how are you supposed to read them? I would have just been trying to hook up my, like, PCU to it. Just your PCU? Okay, yeah. so you hook it up to... Um, you start trying to find, like, footage and things like that, and um, you actually find the footage of you guys. You guys were activated as you... Op- as that... Around the same time you guys snapped the door closed, these two drones were activated inside that room, and they took up positions, and they just waited at the door, and you basically watch the whole fight between you and the two robots, the security bots. Um, you're trying to figure out where the signal came from, and the signal came from a core deep within this. It, it's labeled as the Basilisk Core is what it was just labeled as. It's all you know. It doesn't tell you where it's at. That's all the information you have. The signal that activated them? Say what? You said the signal that activated them was from that basilisk core? Basilisk core is what activated them. Okay. Um, I, knowing that, I would disconnect, purge all information from my, 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 uh, my PCU, um, and then I'll go to the captain and let him know about the, uh, the, the basilisk core. Also, I would have made sure the batteries were like disconnected from those robots. So if you need an engineering check or something, I can do that. I can do nah, that. Nah, um, it might be a medical check for you. I don't know. So no, you you, you knew how they were already de- destroyed and batteries were easy to. 
unplugged for a science officer, so I'm not going to ask for a huge check for that. So Okay, cool. I'll... With that information, we will now end the game for tonight. Well done, gentlemen. Awesome. Good game. That was fun. Thank you for tuning in, everybody. Um, it's always fun. We'll have this uh we we had some audio issues in the last couple of episodes i think we've sorted through them at this point so i'm gonna start uh doing some uploads to get us caught up on the podcast tomorrow uh so that will be a thing and then uh, this episode will be up a little bit later in the week tomorrow we i'm participating in that one shot as garland warfield a a uh, D and D fifth edition one shot for adventures and initiative. Uh, we are doing a giveaway over there uh, that starts tomorrow at 11 a.m. Um, Eastern time, uh, 11 a.m. Eastern time, 8 a.m. Uh, Pacific time. Um, but that's that's that, that's all I got, and we'll see you uh, the next week for Askazir here on our channel. Thank you guys for joining us. All right, I'm going to uh, go ahead and. This has been another episode of Starfinder on the Into the Dungeon Network. Thank you so very much for being here. If you enjoyed the show, please don't forget to like, subscribe, follow, and tell your friends. Thank you again, and we'll see you next time. <laughs>